Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> we are going to delve straight into it with um, a look into a film that came out early in 2020. Okay. It's Parasite. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you seem unsure. Are you okay with this? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm well on board. Parasite. Um, 2019 released in America, I guess. 2020 in the UK. Um, much publicity is probably the most hyped foreign film. Foreign, depending on where you're from, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to see it in uh, Camden. Candid. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, really, really excited to talk about this one. Thoughts, lady? Um, so I've already given away, you know, I've already said it was an absolutely great film. Um, yeah. For me, it was something of a masterpiece. I'm going to... Wow. <laughs> Actually, let me rephrase that. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's an inside joke that we might explain one day, maybe. Um, I, just, I just thought it was fabulous in in pretty much every okay, way, now, shape it, and form. Because we're trying to be uh, the type of postcard podcast that doesn't just use the words fabulous it's but amazing it was fabulous. go into detail what exactly about this film did you like so for me it was a bit like um if i can compare it to something they're quite cheesy analogies but it reminded me of say like an onion or okay. you know those russian dolls yeah. where you lift them up and they yeah, progressively yeah. have yeah, more yeah, yeah. and more layers. And Multi-layered. Start, exactly. Yeah. It, it was the... And not just the layers like I've, I've seen, and we've all seen many layered films before in the past, but it was the the complexity of the film um, and the way it was woven. It was, it was just a look into what I felt was a really fabulous mind. And I, I just thought it was great. And, you know, I think... Fabulous mind of the director. Of the director, well, yeah. Okay, and I, yeah. I think... The, I think the reason I know I still feel like that, having seen Fabulous the film... Fabulous mind. <laughs> Slightly jealous. <laughs> the, reason, the reason why I know I still feel like that is, yeah. you know, when you find yourself reading interviews um, that the directors have done, just to try and get an insight into where did they get this from? Like, what was their... Yeah, not yeah. just their inspiration, but how did this all come together? And I yeah, think yeah, yeah. for me to have that level of curiosity about, you know, the person who made the film, wrote the film, directed it, I think is a confirmation that I was just quite, you know, almost overwhelmed by how good it was, basically. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Mic drop. No, no, See no. you guys later. Well, well we're definitely going to explore, <laughs> uh, you know, some of the things you've, you've touched on there. I'm going to ask you to kind of um, definitely go into in a bit more detail. But um, some outlines on the film. Obviously, came out in 2020 here in the UK uh, to much acclaim. Um, we went to see it with family. Uh, the director is Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did the screenplay alongside Jim Won Han, um, and the cinematography by uh, was by Kyung Pyo Hang as well. Um, it won four Oscars, so the main award, um, best screenplay, best foreign film. They absolutely cleaned up. Yeah, cleaned up. It was it was one of it was a breakthrough in the Oscars. It, it, you know showed so showed so much praise to film um you know that was made in south korea or mm. outside of the states or, mm. or britain um i would say i was first introduced to bon joon ho in snowpiercer uh, which is a film that came out 2013-14 and it's very similar in he tells quite complex multi-layered uh stories and they're very one of a kind almost surreal 
but they always have um, a social, uh, it's like a social satire mm. or, a, or a story on the society that we live in. Yeah. Now, what I, it also shows in Okja, which I watched half of, but I really kind of get where he's going with it. And with this, we watched it and I would say I got it. Was I completely blown away? I'm not sure. I think I need to watch it a couple more times. I've watched it twice now, but I definitely... This is a well-crafted film. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. So, I mean, based on that, did you, did you like it? What, what, how, you know, you said you left feeling like you maybe didn't get it, but did you actually like it? So you remember, you, you remember the night we came, we, we went, when we got back yeah. after we watched it, yeah. I, everyone said it was amazing. <laughs> I was the one who was like, this is going to be a great film yeah. based on what I'd read yeah. and heard. And then I came out, like, I guess it, it's beautifully shot. Everything, it's a, it's a well-made mm. film, but I didn't quite get it yet. And is it a thing that you need to get a film to like it? or? Well, we've had the discussion, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it's popped up like twice in yeah. various things where, yeah, I think it's it's fair to say that as a pen and pad type of uh, film goer, as <laughs> yeah. you, you described me uh, in I one of your episodes, I said that. Yeah, <laughs> that I kind of do have to work out what a director's going for. And I do feel that every director's got a, a story they're trying to say. Mm. Now, that story doesn't have to be a formulaic story that we might understand but there has to be a point um but on second viewing i think i kind of get what he's going i just don't know whether it matches the hype mm. do you get what i mean i i mean i i it's personal opinion isn't it i i think that it really did match the hype i think that wow. it was you know I, I like the fact that it, it wasn't genre specific. I mm. still can't really give it a genre, to be honest. And I, I like that. I like films that don't kind of come across as very predictable. Mm. Um, it was thrilling in some parts. It was a comedy in other parts. Yeah. Um, it was almost like a horror in moments. It was it was strange, really. You know, I, I haven't seen any... And I'll, I'll give it t- 10 out of 10 for it being genre, a melting pot of genres. Yeah, yeah. Uh, genres. <laughs> genres yeah. forgot to more, have the French, French, French genre <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. Um, and for, for that definitely so because I felt like that I had mixed mixed emotions yeah. about it throughout the whole film but yeah carry on sorry no I just I think it was it just did its thing and it didn't need to be oh the next horror the next comedy it was just a standalone good film you know um, I've mentioned already that I love how complex it was in the sense that there were just so many little stories, so many layers going on. And it sounds very, again, cliche to say I was never bored, but genuinely I was never. I, I find in a lot of films that I'm guilty of maybe three quarters of the way in saying, this is great, I'm having a great time, I want to know what happens in the end, but I, I wouldn't mind if, you know, if there was a power cut and I had to leave now. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be devastated, let's put it that way. <laughs> I.e. if you were watching films in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's not often you don't often get a film that literally grips you to the very end. Maybe because they make it too long, or there's something about the story that just isn't holding me properly. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this, I was I was fully gripped. It I never even thought about the timing at any way at any point through the film. So um, I, I I'm going to go ahead and say this two things. I think Snowpiercer is a better film. Okay, I've not seen it. I'm going to so... show you Snowpiercer, and I, okay. I think we should go back to this discussion because okay. so uh, it'll Snow... have to be a part two. Yeah, I think probably because I, I Snowpiercer's yeah, there should be a part two for this because Snowpiercer is <laughs> a bit more surreal, mm. but he talks about society in a really, really interesting, one of a kind way. Mm. Um, so I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. Second of all, I think this is what us wanted to be. Yeah. 
But then I'm happy to leave us to one side. I think I I liked us for what it was. Well, but we I can't, I think we can't bash us again. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm, not bash, I'm not bashing. I want to bash it. <laughs> no, leave Jordan Peele alone. It's I I agree. I think that that's, and that's what I mean by complexity. I think that if you compare this film to us, there was a, there's another layer of storytelling that us is not even anywhere close to. Basically, it was yeah. it was far too predictable compared to what we've seen with this film. But I I still think that they were maybe trying to do slightly different things, you know, mm-hmm. and um I if anything I think that the story from Parasite was far more you can you, you can feel you can feel that it's been birthed from a very natural place the the, the way the story goes or something I don't think it. they were trying to do that. I think Jordan Peele was trying to uh create a metaphor for America mm. for a horror using the vehicle of a, of a horror story. I think uh, but uh, um, um, Bong Joon Ho uh, was trying to create a metaphor for South Korea mm. through I, I, I can't even name a genre for this, but I think this is a cross section looking at a cross section of South Korean society. It, it is. I don't really I... really want to delve into that because I I've, I don't really know much about society. Uh, but from the things I've read uh, and certain remarks I've heard, that this is something that shows a bit of an insight into how. Uh, especially the education and and sort of socio-economic system is in in South Korea. So I think they do, they both have the same aim. No, I, no? I, I it's a. I think that you know it's difficult to you have you have to watch them as standalone films, and I I don't believe that films should always be compared against one another. I think you should always look at a film as a standalone. And yes, there's always going to be things that remind you of them. Like we know that. Um, this director is heavily influenced by, say, Hitchcock, for example. That's that's always going to be the case. Mm. But I I think that they they are similar. They've they've maybe well, got some some crossover in their goals. But for me, I think this is on a for me it's on a different it's in a different league. So for me, I, I don't feel the need to compare them. So I well, find Parasite to be in a I, I in a different really, league of directing. Only, but the only the only thing that makes me compare them is that there are a lot of things to actually compare to. But I'm only saying it in 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 retrospect, right? Yeah. Now. What I see, the things I like in, in um, I'll, I'll go here. The things I like about Parasite is the shots. It's beautifully made, yeah. well-crafted. The cinematography is amazing. The score matches the film. I think there's a lot of symmetry to the work on screen. The way they show cross-sections of the house when you're going upstairs mm. and you come upstairs and you get onto the landing. It's really cool. I think the, 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 the screenplay and the writing is really good. It's really clever. It's very introspective, like not cluttered, but at the same time quite insightful in what they're trying to convey in each scene. I like how, you know, the the, 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 the poor family live in the slums, mm. but you never see how you get from the slums to this really rich, affluent area. You just see them leave the slums, and then suddenly they're walking up this up uh, Yeah, uphill you always get the sense that sense it's up. It's up yeah. somewhere, yeah. so it's like uh, almost like, oh, we're climbing the ladder of success yeah. to get to this place. Mm. Um, also, what I loved was the duality, and this is where the comparison to us comes in, where I feel there was an even match between the poor family and the rich family. You had the dad who was trying... who. He's a very complex character. We'll which, get to him. Which dad the poor speak? dad. Yeah. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, it's, I think we've made this decision to refer to the rich family and poor family so that we don't do a disservice to some of the names. Some of the names, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not our Thank forte. you for bringing that up because I don't want to yeah. <laughs> say anything offensive with our poor pronunciation. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not that we're not bothered. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the rich dad has his, own, his issues with life mm. versus the poor dad. And they're all played with quite, with, with quite a lot of nuance to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the mums, you know, one of the mums who seems to be quite, 
materialistic in the way she sees things and not uh, how Rich would I, mommy the poor mum you know she, she's just how, how would you describe her because I find her to be the opposite of the rich mum Mm, I would describe the mum as just being a mum, really. She's, you know, she's her aim is to be financially afloat mm. um, in what seems like a situation that is very difficult and matched with a husband who isn't really motivated. So that's she's got that kind of ruthless edge to her. Exactly, which um, is the opposite of the other one because she seems to be more placid. Uh, pl- mm. uh, is that a word? Placid. Placid, sorry. Mm. And um, she kind of just knows her place mm. and does the shopping and does everything well with the poor mum you know in the first scene she's kicking the dad into action <laughs> to get the wi-fi yeah. when it's out you know there's a duality that i think that's done on purpose i i disagree because for me i think one of the things i'm still scratching my head about but i i don't mind that i think mm. i think i'm different to you in the sense that even if i don't fully get where an idea is going I, i'm happy to sort of just ponder on it and just say that was still an awesome film anyway okay is you know i i, I think there's more symmetry between the mothers um and you know then than that really and I for some reason I kind of am left with this idea that for some reason and I haven't really kind of done much sort of um what's the word um plot reading or um I, there's a term I'm looking for but I can't think of it but I find all of the men in the film so specifically the the dads so the poor family's dad the rich family's dad hmm. and the how the original housekeeper's husbands I find them to all be parasitic in their own way oh to the, yes yeah and I'm trying uh, to I'm understand so, where so much he's going so the with rich that. dad yeah I, I do so and the reason why I thought of that is because you were talking about how the wives seem quite different but for me yes the rich wife is very kind of kind of airy fairy in her own world just you know it seems like in the the korean version of waitrose most of the day but actually she seems to be the only person running yes running the household with the help of a chauffeur and a housekeeper but she kind of runs that house and she is the one kind of trying to get her you know very energetic young child to focus on something she's Mm. the one who's trying to find um a tutor for her older daughter she's the one who worries about the meals yes she doesn't do any of it but she seems to be the person who runs that household and the husband kind of dips in and out sort of almost aimlessly really yeah. and so almost leeching off the fact that yes she's got a lot of help and a lot of money but she's the person the, the matriarch yeah. the person in the middle of the house and it's completely the same just in a in a in the scenario where there's no money and yeah. you have to be a bit more ruthless for the poor family where the dad is basically waiting for his kids to do everything and will kind of leech off of them like he's happy when there's money there but uh, yeah yeah you know. and um just so you know if you watch snowpiercer you'll realize that this director definitely has an agenda yeah. And he when I say an agenda, he has something to say about South Korea, about yeah. society in general. But yeah, sorry, carry on. No, that that was my, my main point, really. I You know, I think I like the fact that the name Parasite seems to work on, on many levels. Like, mm. you know, the fact that the poor family are acting almost mm. like parasites to, you know, but doing what they need to do at the end of the day to try and get out of what is a tough, t- tough situation in South yeah. Korea, from what I know, in terms of how divided it can be in yeah. terms of, of the economic situation there and following on on the notion of many levels you were talking about at the beginning it being um uh, a sort of layered onion or yeah. a, a russian doll you're incredibly spot on with that because on the surface you have a crime thriller is it cr- even crime it's who knows, who knows? It's, <laughs> yeah. you know there, there's a bit of a con story there uh, which is enjoyable in itself yeah then on the second layer and i think i've still not 
seen the other layers because there's more to it mm. i'm sure which i'll uncover from 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 more you know more preview more viewing um there's the notion of it talking about society yeah. uh talking about um the inequality between and what people will do uh in 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 a specific part of society now on a deeper level it, i think it's also talking about what the 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 notion of merit meritocracy and what that does for us. What does that word mean? So it's where it's a system that uh, judges people on their ability to do something. It's mm. um, you're allowed to get something based on how much work you've put into it. Yeah. And that's basically it's permutated into ideas like the American dream. Yeah. You know, where it's a look at capitalism. It's a look at ca- it, capitalism. Yeah. It's like my sympathies actually shifted from oh, I feel quite bad naturally for this poor family. And I was like, oh, this rich family, they have it all. Mm. To the end, I actually thought, I think the poor family were the ones who were lacking in morals all along. Yeah, it's and it's and that's what we're so that's that's what we're talking about in terms of the complexity of the film. Like it, it's not it's not just a simple rich but, rich poor that, family poor family. But no, no, that's not what I'm saying. And that's what this is where the third layer is. It's mm. that in their pursuit of money. They their morals have been twisted, mm. and they now and this is the whole thing. It doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get there, you can basically wash yourself and say, "I have reached it." Uh, you know, I've climbed up that ladder. Um, I've done what I've needed to, and everything. Like, it basically makes cannibals of us mm. when we're actually trying to achieve this this dream. And and what it does is that instead of blaming this ladder or, or blaming. Uh, what could be situations that are out of your control what you look at doing is blaming yourself an example of that is uh, you know the fact that um, when the wife says oh um, when you're rich it's easy to be nice no mm. you could be nice anyway yeah. but it's that blaming of, of oh if I, you know it, it's like block, you blame yourself rather than blaming the system mm. in that way and I think that's where it becomes interesting and it's, it's this twisting of narratives where you have the sympathy for the family just based on what you see mm. rather than they take this journey to, 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 to get into a certain place and as a result everything falls apart yeah. which is what I think the director is trying to say is that you know, ultimately, capitalism leads to us devouring ourselves. Mm. Greed. Mm. So I think that's that's quite an interesting take. I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but yeah. I mean, will, will we ever know? I think I think um, Bong Joon Ho says quite a lot about his his motivations and his his thoughts on society when you when you listen to various interviews that he's done. But I again, I I think the beauty of the film that is that there's so much to it that you know, we will either discover in time by watching it again, um, or if we were, say, you know, South Korean, we, there would be other layers that we, that would be exposed to us having lived through that culture. And, you know, that's not to take anything away from the film. I think for me, um, I've, even though I've not actually seen any South Korean since cinema before, mm. um, I've never been South Korea, I don't know much about the culture. I still found it, you could, for me, it felt very authentic as yeah, a film. Of yeah, I think it, very, yeah, so it was. Yeah. I'm almost envious of how much more authentic it would be if if you were watching it as someone who's South Korean. Yeah, Because yeah, I, like, you know, exactly. you know there's little nods in there that just kind of make it, it true, true to character, true to their life experience, really. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, again, just just like an onion, <laughs> I think that you know yeah. the more you watch it, the more you will kind of get yeah. an insight into his mind and um, a film that you know he he says he a film that I I love what he says about how the the idea just 
crept up on him and that's partly why he called it that he never kind of said i'm gonna start writing this film it the idea just kind of encroached on him and then grew into this thing and just yeah. he doesn't really he knows it was a few years ago but he doesn't really know how it entered his mind it was just yeah. there and ultimately i think that this is a really well-made film um it just didn't blow me away I think maybe I need to watch it again. And, uh, you yeah, know, you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, um, you called it a masterpiece. I, just, I, I don't just think, think you've called any film we've reviewed so far a masterpiece. It was, it was just so excellent. Um, excellent. But it's, it's slick. I, I'll give it, it's a very slick looking film. Uh, the motion's seamless with the camera. Uh, it's, it's intelligent. That, that goes without saying. Um, and I liked it. I really liked it. So, I mean... I, maybe we should do a part two then. Once yeah, I'm, I want to show you Snowpiercer because I can convince you that uh, Snowpiercer for me is really good. And maybe after watching that, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a bit of perspective to it. No, I just uh, you because if this call. is a masterpiece, then for me, so, <laughs> <laughs> Snowpiercer is going to be like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it, I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant film. Yeah. Um, and you know, as always, I would love to know what people think about. Exactly. It as well. Yeah. Please get involved. You know. Um, what are your theories on the different because a lot of the characters are all very complex and I think telling their little stories that different type of people can connect to so uh, what are your little theories on the theories on the characters what you thought the film was about um, people from South Korea if you have any insights into what it you know it said about South Korean society please give you a perspective on that I would absolutely love to hear of that hear from that and um yeah we'll just genuinely love to hear from you guys awesome so continue to like continue to share continue to listen we absolutely appreciate every single listen um especially during this time we all have a lot more time on our hands to be doing things like watching films so we really hope um that you get involved and and rediscover um films that we might have reviewed in the past that yeah, you no. that you might realize you love to or or hate love it or hate it we we're keen, keen to hear what you think exactly so take care guys and we will see you on the next one till next time on lights camera and life bye bye <laughs>